Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 172, which we are recording on Tuesday, July 31st, 2018. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And I can't believe it's the last day of July. I feel like that emoji that has the The hands up, the shocked emoji. I just want to do that. Ah, July 31st. August tomorrow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, summer's flying by. Seriously flying by. And we have Nani in the background again today. You missed it. She was just talking about water. And Charlene <laughs> put her water bowl so that she could take a bath in the bottom of the cage. And she was, she said many words. She did. It was amazing. She I've did. never heard her speak so much. It was really cool. So I didn't get it on microphone. But here we are. And what are you wearing? I am wearing my easy one Finally, by Hohi Locatelli. You guys have heard me talk about this one for <laughs> many, many months now and how unhappy I was because I could not seem to get the hem right. And then I finally just went back and finished it so that I could be done with it. But I was still a little ambivalent towards it because of the hem incident. But <laughs> the hem incident, the of, 2018. incident <laughs> of 2018, that's exactly it. But I knew that given the opportunity to try it, it might improve my disposition towards the sweater, which it absolutely has. Now I am wearing it today and it was foggy this morning. So I thought, okay, I'll try this lightweight layer and it was really almost too warm because it really wasn't cold but gosh I was determined to try this sweater and I like it it's really cute it's super 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 cute I really like it so I was expecting to not like it as much as I like it because of all of your (laughs) ambivalence so I really think it's cute and now I'm thinking huh I could have another one of these just it looks very wearable to toss on on a day like this Mm -hmm. where I don't necessarily need to dress up. I just need a very light layer to keep me warm. So this is the easy one by Hohi Locatelli and I knit mine in the very light fingering yarn Coast by Holstgarn. It's the one that we talk about every episode. Mm -hmm. 55 merino and 45 cotton very very lightweight yarn and it's turned out to be a very nice sweater i knit mine i think my gauge was a little bit tighter so my sweater may i think it's a little bit smaller measurement wise than the size that i was going for but i had i was going for that because i knew that this yarn was so light Mm -hmm. So it works fine. And it looks like it fits you perfectly. So it's a boxy type garment, but it looks more like, well, it's drop shouldered, but it looks more like A-line on Charlene because it's not too much, as in not too much positive ease around the chest and the bust. So I think it looks really perfect. It doesn't look like the boxy sweaters to me give the fullness everywhere. And that one, because the, it's like the underarms are up a little higher. So it. It just gives it more structure to yeah. me for some reason. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, I'm quite happy with it. The sample pictures on the pattern page on Ravelry show Hohe wearing a version of the sweater that is really oversized. Yes. And mine is not, I did not make mine to be 
that oversized. As Gail mentioned, mine is a little bit more, it's not fitted. I wouldn't call it fitted because it's no, drop shoulder, but it's not quite as oversized as Hoti's is on the pattern page. And that's a good look. I like it. I like it a lot like on it you. It looks really flattering. Yeah. And as Gail mentioned, it is a boxy style sweater, long sleeve, knit in the round, and it's called the easy one because it does not have short rows, which is how Hohe does a lot of the shaping on her other patterns, specifically the boxy patterns have short row shaping, I believe, in the front and the back. And this one has neither of that. No, I, it's no short rows at all. So she specifically mentions that this is a good sweater, for example, to knit if you're on a trip or on a retreat, that kind of thing. And I can concur with that. It's fairly easy. <laughs> you guys hear Nani in the background. She's very happy today. Well, in some of the design elements looking at Charlene that I want to mention, it has a self-finished collar, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. So it rolls a little bit at the collar, which looks really cute. It has, I'm guessing you probably picked up sleeves along the shoulder area because there's a little tiny seam. Yeah, you pick them up on the opposite side that you normally do. Right, so, so that it gives you it a little get raised. the little ridge. You get, um, yeah, a, ridge. You get a row of stitches that are, are, is visible. Yeah, and it looks really cute. Yeah. And yeah. so those are just little features that give it some character. And again, it just fits you so well. And three-quarter length sleeves and the sleeves themselves are not too big. So again, it gives the yeah. flattering look yeah. for a drop shoulder. I think if the drop shoulder sleeves are too wide, it gives you a sloppy look as opposed to if they're right. more fitted, it gives it a more right. fitted look. So, right. And it's not a fitted sweater, but it just is very incredibly flattering. I Thank love you. it. It's Yay. super, super cute. Thank you. So my... my Feelings toward the sweater definitely changing. Good. <laughs> All it needed was a, was a chance to be worn, a chance to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? So in one of the weird flukes that Charlene and I often do, I am wearing my Confetti, which is a pullover sweater by Vera Valimaki, which I also knit in the Holt Scarn Coast in the same color that Charlene is wearing. So it's the cherry colorway. So we are pretty much twins right now. Right. So when Gail came to the door, I greeted her in a sweater the same color as the sweater yep. she was wearing. <laughs> so it looks like we're twinning on purpose, but we're not. And confetti is actually a striped sweater. And this one, I used cherry as the main color. And then I used one of Holtzgarn's little shade bags of gradiated colors. And I used their pink one that goes from natural into light pink into darker pink and into a corally pink and it just looks really cute it does and i had the same thought process this morning as you did it was kind of chilly i was actually <laughs> drinking tea and i wanted just a thin little layer that was yeah. warm enough and this was what I, I reached for automatically mm -hmm. i was wearing my coast sweater veronica yesterday oh. so that again it was just the perfect layer yeah. although Veronica, or is it Victoria? It's Veronica. Has a lot more fabric to it. It's a longer sweater, so it has more. It's so, Veronica with a K. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> Veronica with a K. And confetti is a much shorter sweater than that. And I have it layered right now over joggers and a t-shirt, my Yarnax t-shirts underneath. So it just looks cute where it hits 
kind of the layered look, mm-hmm. which your sweater does the same yes, thing. Yes, exactly. So we're kind of twinning it today. So what have you been stocking? Oddly enough, I have been stocking some baby things myself this week. <laughs> we keep stopping and restarting because Nani's so chattery in the background. I think we should just go with it. Yeah. Because Nani, when she said she's stocking baby things, he said, aww, or she said. Oh, my. So we have the peanut gallery <laughs> yes. cheering us on today. So the baby things... I have been looking at this week are just a couple of sweaters. I'm looking to make possibly a sweater for a boy. My, I just, well, my, I didn't just find out that my cousin is going to be a grandmother. I found out a a couple months ago, but it was at the time when my mom was sick. And so I, I couldn't even process it, but the baby was born last week so now i'm i'm faced with the reality (laughs) so when you texted me last night for some reason i thought your cousin was having the baby it makes a much it makes much more sense that your cousin is going to be a grandma yes because your cousin would be our age range and probably not okay now it makes much more sense okay yeah she's actually a little bit older not much but a little bit older is but it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Okay. And let's see. The first sweater that I have been stocking. Have you made this one before, Gail? It's called the Baby Sophisticate. No, I haven't, but it's Down. adorable. It's adorable. It is a free pattern available on Ravelry. It is knit in Aran White wool at the gauge of 15 stitches to 4 inches. So something rather chunky. So it would go pretty quickly. Yeah, it would. The pattern is from 2009. And the wool that it calls for is Mission Falls 1824 wool, which is not made anymore. So I would have to find something similar to that. And then it seems to me like 15 stitches to 4 inches for that yarn is knitting it rather loose. It seems like it, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I haven't decided for sure. But this sweater is top-down, knitted one piece. It's got a little shawl collar. And then the sample has four buttons down the front. And it's raglan shaping for the sleeves. It looks pretty basic. It looks pretty easy. It calls for 250 to 300 yards, depending on the size. There's only two sizes with this pattern. So I would have to make the larger one, obviously. So we'll see. Baby Sophisticate by Linden Down. I've seen this pattern before and actually... I'm going to look at my projects right now because... You don't remember if, I if you've made it? that one, I've knit something very similar oh, to okay. it. That my little... Well, there are 10,000, almost yeah. 10,000 projects on Ravelry made from this pattern. So it obviously has been a successful project for many many knitters so that's that might be a good one for me to look at the second one that i've been stocking is also a pattern that's available for free it's not hosted on ravelry but you did (laughs) i did (laughs) in malabrigo uh worsted and it was fun and adorable yeah okay i'll have to look at yours after so the easy baby cardigan is a pattern from knitting pure and simple 
the designer is Diane Susi. And if you go to the Easy Baby Cardigan page on Ravelry, there is a link to the Knitting Pure and Simple website where the pattern is hosted. This one I have made before. I think I've made, I may have made this one a couple of times. I think I've made the hooded version. It's also a top-down raglan sleeve sweater. This one is 20 stitches to four inches, so it calls for a DK or any worsted weight. And this one has one, two, three. This one actually has four sizes. So this one has a little more versatility to it. And you have the option of doing a little short collar or a hood. And then the samples don't have buttons. They just have ties. So it looks, this one's pretty easy. I recall it being a very quick knit when I've made it before. Of course, baby sweaters yeah. are always a quick knit, right? So. Not always. I can report back on that. Oh, really? <laughs> so those are the two that I am considering. The other things that I have been stocking, I have been looking at a lot of the patterns that have been coming out lately. There are a lot of patterns that are coming out with designs, what am I trying to say, color work designs, mm -hmm. like the Caitlin Hunter mm -hmm. patterns that have been so popular for the yep. last year. So now there's a lot of other designers that are jumping on that and releasing their versions of color work sweaters. And then Caitlin Hunter had a new pattern come out within the last couple of weeks and every time she comes out with a new pattern it seems like there's a little flurry of all yeah. of her patterns because she probably has a, some kind of a pattern deal she did she had a sale going. okay yeah. okay so then a lot of her patterns seem to appear for a day or two on the hot right now mm -hmm. and I always look at them and say oh they're very pretty but I know I wouldn't wear it so I haven't seriously considered making one for myself even though they're very pretty. They're really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you? What else or what have you been stocking? Well, I kind of stocked that new Caitlin Hunter pattern. I think it's Mary, Mary Meto. It's named after a town in Italy where she wants to go vacation someday. I think that's the correct I name. I think so. Yeah. It's a short sleeved oversized boxy top that has color work at the bottom. And it's really cute. But after thinking about it for a couple days, I realized that I wear A-line sweaters and clothes much more confidently than I do the super oversized looks. So I decided that if that was an A-line top, I would be much more likely to wear it. So I'm considering buying it and trying to figure out how to do it as an A-line, but that seems like a lot of work. So I'm just going to wait and see if someone else comes out with an A-line with some pretty color work at the bottom. <laughs> I thought it was A-line. No, That's I I'm 99% sure it's not. But anyway, it's a really, really cute top. I can see myself wearing something like that if it was shaped properly for my body. Mm -hmm. I just am more comfortable and I feel better in A-line than really, really wide everywhere looks so because even the sleeves on that one 
are fairly wide compared to most of the sweaters and things that I wear. And there is color work on the edges of the sleeves too. But Here it's super it pretty. It's called Maritimo. Okay, Maritimo. I was close. I was close. Maritimo or Maritimo by Caitlin Hunter. And yes, she is having a deal to take 25% off any of her self-published patterns. Oh, valid through tomorrow. So forget that. So I might go home and buy that pattern today. It's been waffling in the back of my brain, as you can tell. So that was one thing I have been stocking, even though it wasn't really on my list. The things on my list, one, the newest shawl by Hohe, which is called the Slow Curves Shawl. It's a four color faded shawl in a crescent shape, and it's really pretty. And I've been watching her video podcast, Hohe's Journal, and basically she has been showing it through its inception on her journal. So she showed first the yarn she had chosen, then she showed it as a work in progress several weeks. And this latest episode, number 19, she showed the finished shawl. And I think that's 20% off through, hmm, maybe that's going to expire tomorrow too. I'm not sure. But it's really pretty. It was fun to watch her whole design process from beginning to end. And as soon as it came out earlier this week, I grabbed it right away. And I know I will have good yarns in my stash that will make that shawl look beautiful. And I really love the fades and I love it because you get to use up individual single skeins from your stash, which I have a lot of. So mm -hmm. it applies well to that. I need to look at that pattern. I'm behind on her podcast, so I haven't seen the full shawl. And it's I beautiful. want to see what the whole shawl looks like laid out. It's really pretty. And she described it as having short row shaping on, so you use, work the fades on one side and the solid colors on the other side. So I don't know how that works exactly. Yeah, I haven't read through the that's pattern. That's exactly it. I read a description that said the two sides looked visually different. And I couldn't see that on the photos. So I need to go back and investigate that yeah, myself. Yeah, because come to think of it, I couldn't really see that on the photos either. I was so enamored with the fading parts of it and how pretty those look that I didn't study it really carefully. Mm -hmm. But it's a really pretty shawl. Looking forward to making that sometime. And she also mentioned a clothing line, Toast, that she has been interested in. And I went and investigated that. And speaking of the Colorwork sweater and Colors of Fall, their, their homepage, it's like toa.st, I think was the URL, which was odd. But right there on their homepage, there's a woman wearing an all-over Colorwork sweater. Oh, so it was like the featured thing on their site and then scrolling through their lookbook for fall. There was a Gansey sweater that was cables and navy blue. And there was there there were several sweaters, but they were those two were like the classic version of an all over color work, a classic version of a cabled pullover. There was a very classic cardigan with a V-neck and then a very classic pullover. So it was interesting to see. Look at this, you know mainstream fashion and it really is reflecting the colors of fall so i thought that was an interesting side note it is. so the other thing that i'm stalking back to the baby knits <laughs> the pattern rocky by tin can knits rocky is a pattern of leggings they're little adorable little baby leggings and they have a drawstring they have a contrast color at the waist and at the cuffs and they're just adorable my mom and i have been 
either already knitting and are planning all the knitting for the upcoming grandchild who is a girl. And she and I both are working within the same color palette basically. So pretty much every single hand knit Olivia will receive is going to coordinate beautifully. So it's really fun to be working with my mom on that. And we aren't knitting the same patterns, but we're knitting, you know, basically it's all going to work together. Yeah. Yeah, It's fun. It's super fun. And I wanted to pass on a warning that we got from my friend, Stephanie, who is soulmate on Ravelry. She, her granddaughter is now a little, about a year around there. And she warned me that pullovers, dresses, and sweaters always do a rolled collar because a lot of patterns, the collar doesn't fit over the baby's head. So babies usually have a proportionately larger head than the rest of their body. And she's run into that quite a few times. And some of the patterns that I've stocked, there were notes where the individual knit it and then couldn't get it over the recipient's head. So I'm taking that note under advisement and either always doing the rolled collar or making sure there's some kind of fastening so that it opens up to go over the baby set. So thank you, Stephanie, for that warning. And hopefully that will help others also. Yeah, a lot of baby sweaters that I've seen have the opening on one One shoulder Mm -hmm. and then you can unbutton it usually, put the sweater over the head and then button it back up. Exactly. Yeah. And now I understand why. (laughs) So the Clara dress that I'm stocking and plan to knit, it doesn't have a fastening at the neck, I don't think. So I'm going to make sure I fasten one or Mm -hmm. that I fashion a fastening at the back of the neck so that it's guaranteed to go over the baby's head because that would be a heartbreaking thing to knit a whole sweater and then it doesn't, or dress in this case, and it doesn't fit. So just a word to the wise. Thank you to our sponsor this month, Infinite Twist. Dreaming of fall sweater weather? Infinite Twist has you covered with Dyer's Choice sweater quantities. Each yarn pack includes 1,800 yards of hand-dyed, six-ply merino in a -a one-of-a-kind color for $98, and shipping is free. Colors are not repeatable, and when they're gone, they're gone. Check out the colors currently available at infinitetwist.com. Super pretty colors. I was scrolling through. So these are the ones that are on sale right now, Dyer's Choice. They're sets of three skeins, so 1,800 yards, and there's one set that's 1,200 yards in really pretty colors. But as I was scrolling down the website, her dyed to order colors at the bottom are beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah, I'd never seen those before. I don't know where they were hiding on the website that I hadn't seen them. But oh, there are so many beautiful pinks and greens and blues. Really beautiful. But the sweater packs are amazing too. Some of those colors and each skein is tonal within itself. So you get several different tones of whatever color you choose really all pretty. the colors of the yeah. rainbow so and the very pretty the knits i've done with her yarn her yarn is really nice to knit with it has that kind of hand spun feeling to it i've really enjoyed working with it so yeah so definitely check it out because like gail said there it looks like there are a couple that are smaller quantities to two skein options mostly three very nice. And you can see a lot of her kits and stuff too. So infinite twist. Thank you, Kate. So what have you been knitting? The only thing that I have started since finishing another project is a pattern called the Wonder Woman Wrap 
and it's a free pattern available on Ravelry by Carissa Browning. And this pattern came out last July, so July of 2017. And when I first saw it, I knew immediately I wanted to knit it. It went onto my queue, and here it is. A year later, I'm finally getting around to it, <laughs> which is not unusual. That's sometimes things hang around in my queue for much longer than a year. Well, so there are so many things to knit and so little time. So exactly, exactly. So this is Wonder Woman wrap, and it's got a the graphic W from the Wonder Woman logo and the sample is done in red and yellow, I guess like the DC Comics Wonder Woman logo. I am not doing it in the red and yellow. I'm doing mine in a blue and then a multicolor speckled. So it's really fun. It's so pretty. <laughs> oh my gosh, she pulled it out when I got here. And it's one of the prettiest color combinations I've seen in a long time. I They're love it. They're so good together. That love was it, such a good it. pairing. <laughs> my colors or my yarn is two, two colors of the Anzula Lunaris. A navy and then what's the multicolored one? I think it's called Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. Okay. So Jawbreaker, have, if you've ever seen those really too big jawbreakers yeah the gigantic jawbreakers that you really can't fit in your mouth i don't know how people eat them (laughs) i don't know i think we used to break them with a hammer yeah i I think so those jawbreakers are kind of cream colored white not not white white kind of cream colored and then then they have all the speckled colors that's what the yarn looks like the speckled yarn looks like and then i've paired it with the navy and both colors of well, Lunaris is a base that has speckles in it, so sparkles. Sparkles, yeah, yeah, sparkles. Not well, yes, sparkles. Some of the colors in addition are also to the speckled, speckles, but they all have the sparkle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I have been. Well, I've just started it this week. I've knit the bottom blue section. I'm. I've knit the bottom multicolor section which is the bottom yellow section on the pattern. And I'm into a portion of the side now, and I think I'm about to switch back to my blue. But I'm really loving it. I've loved this navy from Anzula for a long, long time. And it's been in my stash for two years, it must be. Maybe a year and a half, I'm not sure. But I've been waiting for the perfect project and to you use found it. these, oh, and I love them together. It's fun. It's a very visually interesting design because it's lots of angles, and it uses short rows in a very creative way to create these sharp angles in, in addition to using decreases. So it's... It's a fun knit. You have to pay attention. I have to have my instructions sitting right next to me for the right side rows so I can follow where I'm increasing or short rowing, that kind of thing. And then the return rows, the back side rows, are pretty basic. Just knit with a couple of increases. But it's fun. It's really fun. I'm having fun working the pattern. I'm having fun using the sparkly yarns. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. 
And, and I'm then, having fun. I will be having fun watching that evolve because <laughs> it is so pretty. And then the other thing that I have in my hands right now is still the Jessica Jones cow. Oh my gosh. Did you see the version of that that Rose, Rose Hopes, is knitting for the knit along? I did not. Oh my gosh. You've got to go look in, I the, will. in the planning thread. I think it's still called the planning thread, but you know, the chatter thread. Yeah. I can't remember what yarn she used, but it is amazing oh, how it looks cool. in the linen stitch it's really gorgeous cool i will check it out so how about you gail what are you knitting i have a new project in my hands right now that is making me so 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 happy it is the bits and bobs blanket by our friend k k jones of the bakery bears podcast and she sent me and charlene this pattern when we did our episode on anxiety and depression and such. And mm -hmm. it was such a sweet thought of her. She said that when she knit it, it just brought her a lot of calm, zen sensation and that it really helped soothe her. And oh my gosh, hit that nail right on the head. This is such a fulfilling pattern once you get into it. The whole blanket is knit in fisherman's rib, which if you haven't knit it, if you have knit linen stitch, to me, it's kind of the same rhythmic type of knit mm -hmm. so you knit one you knit one below you knit one yeah. you knit one below the whole pattern i and like that pattern that's the stitch pattern of knit knit one below i find it very easy to do and i love the way it feels yeah the finished it's fabric so oh it's delightful and this blanket bits and bobs is knit in fingering weight and k gives directions on how you can the whole let me start at the beginning the whole blanket is knit with two strands of fingering weight yarn held together and she describes how you can vary the background color and the whole intention of the design is to use up your bits and bobs of leftovers as the secondary color so basically you change colors whenever you want anywhere you can be in the middle of a row it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be the end of the row so you can literally use up all the yarn and then you just join in your new color and you keep going in the fisherman rib. Very and cool. then she does an attached I cord all the way around the blanket. And that's in the contrast color. So I am using Luna Gray Fiber Arts fingering in the sugar plum colorway, which is very much like red plum, no, red pear in the colors mm -hmm. of fall palette. And I'm holding it doubled with all sorts of different yarns, mostly from my mini skein stash for my sock yarn blanket. So the reason this, besides the fact that the pattern is so soothing to knit, the reason this is giving me so much pleasure is because what I'm doing is I'm knitting a row in my sock yarn memory blanket with all the yarns I'm gonna use in the baby blanket. So I'm gonna have a row in my blanket that mirrors the baby blanket I'm knitting for my granddaughter. So Very it's just cool. making me so happy. I mean, I'm trying not to laugh because I'm giddy with happiness. <laughs> so on Sunday, or let's see, Saturday and Sunday, I knit two squares on my sock yarn blanket, one with the background color sugar plum, and the second square with my first contrast color, which is Twisted Owl Fiber Studios, The Nightman Cometh. And if you've ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you probably know the reference to The Nightman Cometh. So the very first three inches will be that combination. And then I dumped my whole mini bag collection, which is this giant tote bag, 
onto my bed over the weekend and went through all the colors that I thought would look pretty against the sugar plum background and have this whole collection of yarns that I want to use. And most of them haven't gone into my own blanket yet. So I'll knit them into my blanket. And then that will be the next color I use in the bits and bobs blanket. So super excited, as you can tell. It's bringing me a lot of joy. And I just can't wait. I think it's going to be, this will be a fairly long-term project because the baby shower is in the beginning of November. So I have a long time to finish it. And I also have the other baby knits I want to knit that will coordinate perfectly with this because of the way my mom and I inadvertently did it. The Clara dress is almost the same color yarn as the sugar plum. So the, the yarn I selected for the Clara dress is almost the same color as the sugar plum. Mm-hmm. So this blanket will just go with everything yes, that that little child it wears. It it's going to really be spectacular. Will. And the other things that I'm knitting, because I also realized over the weekend that my knitting, I'm not going to say my knitting mojo, because I always knit every day and would go crazy if I couldn't. But the pleasure I was getting out of knitting wasn't as great as I'm used to. And I was wondering to myself, why is that? I think it's because I've been knitting all the things for other people this year, and Mm -hmm. I haven't been knitting as much for myself. And that sounds a little bit selfish, but you know what? I don't care because (laughs) (laughs) my knitting time is for me also. And you can tell I'm getting a lot of pleasure out of the blanket, but I like to knit things for myself and know that there's a finished project coming, etc. So Latitude is going to be back on the needles today. It is still waiting for me to pick up stitches for the collar so that I can knit the collar and try it on. And that's going to be tonight's project is picking up the stitches for the collar. And I'm also going to pull out my birds of a feather shawl, which I started a long time ago. Oh, nice. And Zoe, who is espresso bean, she is doing a knit along with a friend for birds of a feather. And I'm just going to slowly tag along in the background because (laughs) it's always more fun to knit something if other people you know are knitting it too. So I'm going to pull that out of my closet today too. And (laughs) I walked into my closet. I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but I'm so embarrassed. My closet looks like a yarn bomb went off in it or like a local yarn store exploded in my closet because all of my sweaters are like hanging out of my closet and my drawers so poorly arranged. And then if you close my closet door and turn around to face the back wall is where my little stash cabinets are. But right now I have at least six project bags stacked up on top of all the yarn that have all the yarn wound and the project or the pattern printed and the needles are all ready to go because I always have these irrational beliefs that I can just finish all these projects and start a new one so birds of a feather is up there in a project bag all point south is up there in a project bag I've got sweaters that I thought I was going to start it's ridiculous let's not call it irrational (laughs) let's call it optimistic So it's really funny. I should really take a picture of my closet or like a little video of my closet so that you could all see my, sh- not my shame, but my, the the reality of my little knitting life. And then I took a picture of the coffee table this weekend too, where there were mounds of projects and yarn and blankets half finished. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is what my knitting life really looks like right now. So yeah, my knitting is getting... It's making me very happy, but it's a little bit haphazard and out of control at the moment. So (laughs) that's what I'm knitting. 
What have you finished? My big finish was my latitude pullover, ah. which I am so thrilled with. It's gorgeous. And here I tried to get everything that I was going to discuss pulled up on my computer, and I neglected to open the page oh. for latitude. I don't have pictures of it yet because I just just finished it recently. But this is a pattern by Elizabeth Doherty. It is a pullover, fingering weight pullover, an A-line. The sample pattern is knit with very interesting stripes. And even though I say very interesting, what did I do? I made mine a solid. <laughs> I made mine a solid because I love the blue that I had. And I had enough blue to knit a whole sweater, and I wanted to knit something in this blue for the colors of fall knit along. So, but I do have plans, I believe, to make a striped one. Just because the striping sequence is so cool on the sweater. It's Gail and I talked about this last time. Depending if you're looking going down or going up, it's descending or ascending stripes the contrast color gets the stripes get bigger or smaller depending on how you look at it and it is did i say a line already it's got elizabeth's signature braid across the back drop shoulder sleeves and it fits really well i, I am so excited with the way it fits it's been easy to wear i wore it pretty much all weekend i was up at my parents this past weekend and it was a little cooler there and i wore it all weekend and nice. i'm very happy with it so that is latitude by elizabeth doherty another pullover win that, again, also that I knit in the coast yarn just because it's the perfect lightweight layer. Yep. Can't wait for mine to be done. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a picture of Charlene wearing hers, but I haven't seen the real live modeled version yet. So can't wait. And well, then, you said that you loved it so much you want to cast on another one, I right? do. I have yarn for a striped version sitting on the table here. I was showing Gail my low contrast option that I'm thinking of using for a second version of the sweater. We complement each other so well. <laughs> and then the other thing that I've finished that I just want to mention briefly, because I actually did this a couple of episodes ago, but never got around to talking about it, was I did somewhat of a reorganization of my sweaters. I tried a little bit because, like Gail, I was frustrated that I had sweaters falling out of every surface <laughs> in my bedroom they were so mixed up i had not organized sweaters in a long time so i couldn't find lightweight sweaters for the summer they were just in multiple places so what i did was i tried to organize all my sweaters by somewhat by weight and then secondarily by the season that I would wear them. So I have lightweight sweaters that I would wear in the summer, and I have lightweight sweaters that I would wear in cooler months. And I tried to keep the summer styles all together and the cooler month sweaters all together. I don't know how successful I will be, 
But my goal and my hope is that by organizing them this way, I will wear more of them. That's because brilliant, yeah. what generally happens is I pull out a couple of sweaters and then because they're on the surface that I pile things on. Mm, they're on the top of the pile. Yes, they're the ones that I grab and go. And then the other sweaters that have been buried or haven't even come out from the drawer don't get much wear. Yeah. So I'm going to try this, see if it works. I even labeled some boxes in some places just to remind myself, like worsted weight, winter, fingering weight, summer, those kind of notes, so that hopefully things will get worn more. Because I have very nice sweaters, and often I'll pull something out that I haven't worn in a year and say, oh, why haven't I worn this? Or I'll start wearing something and think to myself, I love this. Why haven't I been wearing this? And usually it's just because I've been too lazy to find it. <laughs> or you honestly forget you even had it because forget there are I so many yes. sweaters. Yeah. Yes. The, Good problem to have. The new and the shiny yes. is always the easiest solution to any clothing problem. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so that is my goal, and hopefully it will help. I'll let you guys know in a couple of months when I'm ready to switch into the fall sweaters how it's going. Yeah, I'll be following your progress closely <laughs> because that might be, I don't know, the boxes you used, I don't think I have a place that those would fit in the house, but there could be some other shaped Yeah, boxes, any kind you know? of just Storage. organization. Yeah, yeah yep. exactly, exactly. So, yeah, now you've got me thinking of spaces that I can take over <laughs> so how about you gail have you finished anything oh my gosh you guys are going to be so pleased to know i finished slade you did i finished my i sweater. didn't even know that it's because i just finished it last night <laughs> i was literally weaving ends in before i left the house today i have four ends left to weave in i have two buttons buttonholes left to reinforce and then it's done it just has to be blocked and the buttons sewn on and yeah i'm so happy it's done it looks really really good on mike he seems happy with it he keeps making jokes about i was holding my arms in when i tried it on you know just like just to be a pain Mm -hmm. and so i can't tell if he really likes it or not hopefully he does and he'll wear it and the the sleeves are much wider than I would have expected that he'd want, but that's the way he wanted it. And he, there's just a little bit of ribbing at the cuffs because he didn't want a lot of ribbing, but I suspect that after it's blocked, the sleeves may be too long. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's going to be happy with folding the cuffs back or if I'm going to have to rip out. I'm not going to weave in the very ends of the sleeves because I suspect I will be ripping those back and making them a little bit shorter. And I did want to mention Elspeth in our Ravelry group is knitting herself and her husband sweaters for their anniversary this year because it's the wool year for their anniversary. And she's knitting Slade and she was worried, procrastinating casting on because she was worried it was going to be difficult. For those of you who have heard me talking about knitting Slade, it is not a difficult pattern at all. It's a very easy pattern to follow. It's very well written. It is knit bottom up in pieces and seamed, and the seaming is really easy because there are selvage edges built into the pattern, so 
you mattress stitch it up and it's very easy to do. And the only reason mine has gone on so long is because I did heavy modifications to the pattern because of what the end look Mike wanted. So I added pockets, which are not part of the pattern. I changed the width of the button bands up the front to be much narrower. So the stockinette portion of the fronts is wider. And I did some other modifications per his wishes. And then I would caution you to be careful on the sleeves. When I knit them the first time, I knit them per pattern and they were tight on his arms. And I didn't read any pattern notes from other people saying the sleeves were snug. So maybe my gauge ended up being tighter because I also subbed out a, a DK weight and the sweater calls for worsted. So I did the math mm -hmm. to determine what size to knit. Mm -hmm. And that's all great. It fits in well. But I modified it heavily. So don't be intimidated by the pattern at all. It's a great pattern. So that was Slade and it's by Michelle Wang. And stay tuned. I'm sure by the time this goes live, there will be pictures of Mike <laughs> wearing his sweater. Yay. And hopefully there will be styled pictures, which means that Mike will probably be wearing Levi's instead of sweatpants. And who knows what else <laughs> in the pictures when it's cold enough to get him to wear the sweater. So we were joking last night how I'm finishing his sweater when it's turning to August. So not a whole lot of opportunity to wear it probably right away, but that's okay. At least it's done. There will be. There will be, definitely. So that's Slade by Michelle Wang. Very happy to be done with that. And the second finished object is another knit for a gift, and that is the baby sweater on two needles that I talked about on the last episode, patterned by Elizabeth Zimmerman from her Almanac, Knitter's Almanac is the name of the book. And earlier in the episode, Charlene said that baby knits are quick. In general, I would agree with that. <laughs> The sweater actually took me quite a bit of time to knit. I'm surprised because it was about two thirds of a skein of fingering weight yarn. So that's probably what, not even 300 yards. Yeah. So you wouldn't think that would take very long. And I don't know why it took me a long time to knit, huh. but I think this, the finishing actually is what put me over the edge because you have to seam the sleeves together. They're knit flat. It's knit top down, yoke style. And then you separate the sleeves and knit them flat. And then you have to seam them and then seam them to the sweater underneath the arm. I wasn't very happy with how the seaming went for me. On one sleeve, it went really well. On the other sleeve, not so well. So there is no selvage edge. So you're seaming two lace ends together, which didn't look very good on one of my sleeves. I'm not describing it very well, and I'm not <laughs> going to take close-up pictures of it either because I'm going to pretend they look just fine because it's going to be on a baby who has her arms down most of the time anyway. So I don't think it'll be super visible, but I just wasn't in love with that finishing yeah. part of it. And the good news, though, is that I inherited a bunch of buttons from my grandmother's stash, and some of them were little pink heart buttons and I use some of those on the sweater oh, so nice. my granddaughter's sweater has buttons from her great great grandmother's stash so that was pretty wow. cool pretty darn cool so the whole sweater looks adorable I bought this really cute baby jumper that is denim with little polka dots and has a little built-in diaper cover thing on it so mm -hmm. it's a little dress and the sweater looks adorable over the dress. And they also had these little tiny baby socks 
with the rainbow unicorns on them, and Aww. I could not resist the unicorn socks, of, <laughs> of course. course not. So Olivia will have little tiny unicorn socks to go with her outfit. So Perfect. super happy with that. And her first baby shower is coming up in like a week or so. Some of her family friends are doing one super early for her, and my mom's going up for it. So she's going to bring the outfit up. Oh, wow. So, yeah, super excited about that. And that's okay. the baby sweater on two needles by Elizabeth Zimmerman. And we wanted to do a knit-along update because we haven't done one yet. So the Colors of Fall knit-along is in full swing. Looking through, it's been hard to keep up with the chatter. And I'm sure all of you have seen the giant strings of post responses from me because when I catch up there are like six pages I have to catch up with. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of wonderful chatter in the knit along thread. Lots of beautiful projects and there are already over 18 finished objects in the finished thread. So Some really cool things. They're so too. adorable. Yeah. What was one of your favorites so far? Well there's a couple. Let's see, this one is a whole baby layette knit by Marianne, who is Foggerlandet. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Norwegian. Ravelry, it's Norwegian, yes. But we'll go with Marianne. And she knit, when I say a whole layette, it is a sweater. It is pants. It looks like two hats, mittens, and socks. Adorable. A whole set. And it's gorgeous, gorgeous. Gorgeous. And Marianne, <laughs> I went and stocked those pants, and the pattern is only in Norwegian, so I can't knit those for Olivia. I was very sad. I really <laughs> like those pants. I really do. They look They're very cute. Very, very cute, and they look fun to knit. So great job with that. Yeah, one of my favorites so far, Marcy, who is ex-horse... If you can scroll down a little bit, Charlene's looking. I can never remember XC horse, so for cross-country horse, yes. right? Um, or she's a friend of ours. We've met her in real life and hung out with her a couple times. Really, really nice person. And for the self-indulgent knit-along, she won a skein of yarn. And she was determined to knit this into a project for the Colors of Fall. And she started with one project that she wasn't happy with and ended up knitting it into a faded confetti and it is gorgeous. It it's is so, really cool. It looks so pretty on you, Marcy. Really a beautiful fade. It looks fabulous on her. And she also knit for her little adorable daughter, Pippa. She knit an entrechat, the little shrug. I knit one last year for my friend's daughter. And it's already back in my queue to knit it for Olivia. And her daughter just looks so adorable. And she, Marcy and I just coincidentally were exchanging PMs on Ravelry when I said that I was knitting the Clara dress because she wants to knit one for Pippa as well. And she showed me one of the dresses she knit for her daughter. And there was a flurry of favoriting things. And you know how that works. So <laughs> they're super cute, Marcy. Well done. And then a couple other ones that I noticed. There was a really nice hat knit by knitter Spaldo Waldo. And one of the reasons I noticed this is because you mentioned that you fell in love with the yarn at Stitches West this year. And, and I don't remember meeting you. Exactly. <laughs> we think we missed something important because we didn't meet you. <laughs> so, and we noticed that you are from across the country. So if you do come to Stitches West next year, please don't hesitate to introduce yourself. Yeah. Obviously, some mad knitting skills there. 
And then the other project that I noticed was a beekeeper cardigan. That's on my knit list by too. Sharon yep. Kate because Gail has actually stocked this one several episodes ago. She mentioned this one, and I have seen this. There's been a lot of beekeepers on social media, so I've seen many different versions of the pattern. And initially, I did not like the pattern because. I can't remember if the pattern is really short. Yes, I'm looking at the pattern page on Ravelry now. And the sweater is really short. And also on the pattern page, it's very tiny on the model. So it doesn't look like it would meet in front. And maybe it's not necessarily supposed to meet in front, but this sweater just looks very tiny yeah. on the model. And it was part of a four-day knit-along. So Charlene and I were discussing it and thought maybe the smallness was a result of trying to knit it in four days. Trying to knit a sweater in four days, yeah. yeah. So even this one, I suspect that perhaps it's not necessarily designed to meet in front. It's probably more like the Rocky Coast cardigan where you have fronts, but they don't necessarily have to meet, which is fine. But the the sample or the, the project that Sharon Kate knit is longer than the sample sweater on the pattern page. Mm -hmm. I'm getting tongue-tied. I hope I'm saying this all correctly. And I like that version of it. And I think the yarn she used, which has been discontinued, I think, I think it's a drapier yarn than what they used in the pattern as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's alpaca. Uh, oh, seventy percent alpaca, thirty percent merino. So it's a drapier yarn, which I think helps with that overall look of mm, not as small. Yeah, well, it it's obviously longer, and there are there's a lot of projects for this pattern on Ravelry. Twelve hundred twenty eight really projects as of today, yeah. probably increasing. And but, we have a second one in the knit-along, too, that hasn't gone into the FO thread Oh, yet. okay. Yeah. But many of them, when I look through the projects, many of them are actually longer than the sample. And I like that look much yeah. better. And seeing that look makes me think, oh, I could actually consider this sweater. <laughs> you and I both have lots of, not lots of, but a few sweater quantities of DK weight yarn. And this exactly. is a DK weight sweater. Exactly. So. That so puts it I high up to, on my list. Yeah, because I'm always looking for something to use that yarn for. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of them that look like, I don't know if maybe they changed the pattern a little bit to make it meet in the front. But there are some, there are some differences, and it's definitely enough to make me look and reconsider the pattern. Yeah, when I stopped it, that was one of the reasons I was like on the fence about it was because... It wasn't meeting in the front and you know how I like my sweaters to close. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the things that made me think, I don't know if I would knit it or not, yeah. but if you can modify it so that it does close in the front. Yeah. And yeah, giving it. Yeah, because it's a cute design. It's super cute. Yeah. yeah. The one, the one other thing that I don't love about it. So this is a consequence of a raglan shaping. If you're knitting a yoked sweater, you can easily work a pattern in from the very beginning when you cast on from a top down shape. With a raglan sweater, the way the increases are done, it's harder to work in a pattern. Mm -hmm. So patterns that have done it successfully in my past that were raglan were Laika. Yasolda did a really great, st you start the very beginning of the sweater, which is an all over lace pattern, 
and you're doing the lace from the very beginning as you do the raglan increases. So it's all over lace. Well, the beekeeper is a pattern sweater. It's not lace, it's cables, but at the top of the sweater is stockinette before yeah, there are enough that. stitches yeah. to start that textured cable pattern. And it's okay. It looks all right. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. It, but that's one of the things that when I see sweaters like that, I think, oh, I wonder if I could fix it to make it have that pattern the whole mm. way. But my hair's long enough, it's going to cover it up anyways. But <laughs> it's just one of those things that I notice in sweaters like that. And But I wonder if it would even be noticeable to a non-knitter. Probably not. It's just yeah. one of my things that I notice in sweaters. I don't even know why I notice it, but because you're a knitter. Because I'm a knitter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because I'm a knitter, and that's not nothing to apologize for. But it's a beautiful sweater. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And it was one of my favorites too. I had Marcy's sweaters, the Beekeeper cardigan, Marianne's layette. I also loved Danny did a Velma sweater. For all of you who have seen Scooby Doo, Velma is the quote smart girl who's always solving the mysteries basically the one with the shorter hair and the glasses and she always wears that big orange sweater with the plaid skirt and stuff danny replicated that outfit and she knit the sweater and it is adorable <laughs> i was i'm so impressed danny it's just such a cute little outfit that you knit for yourself it's a, a fun idea it's too. a really fun idea yeah. it was funny she said i'm gonna knit myself a velma sweater in the planning thread and i said what's a Velma sweater? That's not like from Scooby-Doo, is it? And she said, yeah, it's exactly from Scooby-Doo. I just, I'd never heard of Velma otherwise, I guess. <laughs> and then the other one I wanted to mention from the FO thread, Kayung. She has knit two shawls for herself so far already in colors of fall that are colors that will go with like a nice accessory to brighten up. I know she usually uses much more sedate colors. So I was very impressed that she's <laughs> using bright, bright colors. They're beautiful little shawlettes. And I was so impressed. Yay. So super fun finished objects so far. And I have a couple of prizes to announce. Adrian, who is Classica DG on Ravelry and Instagram. She always is a fun participant in all of our knit alongs and knits some fabulous, really cool stuff. She is going to donate a goodie bag that she's putting together. She said she's not quite sure what kind of goodies will go into it, but she's donating a little bag of knit-oriented goodies, which I think Yay. is really cool. And Becky, who is Green Thumb on Ravelry and Instagram, she's donating some patterns from her Ravelry store. So thank you, you guys. And if anyone else wants to donate a prize, please let me know. And I'm going to put those into the FO and Chatter threads this week. So by the time the podcast goes live... You'll see the thread, or at the top of the thread, you'll see the prizes. And the knit along does go through September 22nd, 2018, which is the autumnal equinox. So there is still a month and a half, a month and four weeks, well, almost two months. That's good because I still want to knit my all points south. Oh, not a poncho right. poncho. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So there's still quite a bit of time to play along. You have to stop knitting these things for other people so that I can just knit again. <laughs> so we managed to chatter on for almost a full hour. We were going to do another little feature segment, but we decided to save it for the next episode. But there were two things that I wanted to mention. First, after I did the cruise in Alaska in June, I talked about the yarn stores that I visited. And I was contacted by someone on Ravelry who also went, she went to the yarn, both yarn stores I went to, and she went to one in Juneau, which I missed. 
And she mentioned that when she was at the yarn store in Skagway, she saw much more locally dyed yarn. The woman who owns that store apparently is a dyer. So my in and out of the Skagway yarn store, I wasn't paying close enough attention because apparently there is a lot of really beautiful hand dyed yarn. And I know my mom did buy yarn in that Hmm. shop. So I wanted to make sure that anyone else who's going to be visiting Skagway, make sure that they spend more time in that store than I did. So thank you for that tip. And we also wanted to remind everybody that we are Craftsy Affiliates. So with their new subscription method, you can actually subscribe to Craftsy for a year and take any of the classes that you want, which is a really good deal. Or you can still do the buy class purchasing that Craftsy one does at a time. one at a time. So we wanted to remind you and that we're Amazon affiliates as well. We are. So if you are going to make any Amazon purchases or Craftsy classes, if you would go over to yarniax.com and we have links on the right-hand side of our blog and you can click there to go through and it puts a little money in our pockets for shipping. The Craftsy and Amazon link, some they change, but sometimes it looks like they're linking to a specific product but you can just click on it to click you through to the site and then we'll get credit you don't have to worry about it being for a specific product it's right. just sometimes they change so like amazon right now i think is linked to claire one of clara parks's books yeah. but you don't have to purchase that right book. yeah right exactly so thank you very much and thank you for listening yeah thanks for listening please keep up that chatter in the colors of fall thread and let me know if you want to donate a prize and Thank you for listening. Happy knitting. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniax or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.